Hello, my hippies. And hello, my cowgirls. Welcome to episode eight. Woo! We are here. We are here. And we're ready to give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to get deep today, we I feel really like. We are. I think we are. It's not ne- necessarily a deep subject. You don't think? Well, I mean, it is... Well, we have to tell them. Yeah, we, we do. Hang, I know. Hanging like this. I know. Um, so there's just been this thing going around. I think like it's a trend. I think it is a trend. We'll we'll call it a trend. Weird, I, but it is. Um, that's our lives now. I guess Truly, that's social media. Um, if you haven't is... listened to our episode on how we feel about that, swing on around to episode two. Yes, but continue. I'm sorry. So. I think it started with Selena Gomez. Love her. Not 100% sure. I, it did. I'm pretty sure. Um, and she did a TikTok or Instagram or whatever talking about what she would tell her younger self. Yes. And I didn't watch the full thing. I've only seen it going around. Have you ever heard of this in therapy? No, I haven't. No. I've never done anything like that. I haven't either. I've never done therapy. But there, I've seen, speaking of TikTok, I saw this on TikTok and Kendall Jenner was talking to, I want to say his name is Jay, Jay something. He is an author. He's okay. a podcaster. I'll try finding him. But, and he, I think he's like in a sense a therapist or he kind of does that. But they were talking about how Kendall's therapist told her to hang a picture of her younger self on her mirror. Mm. And every day, like, just look at that little girl and remember that's who you're carrying through your day. You're the same person. Just to kind of make you reflect on, like, being compassionate towards yourself and just a little more gentle with yourself. Yeah. On, like, day-to-day things that kind of bring you down if you don't reach, like, your goals or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's coming from that in a sense you're probably right and that does make a lot of sense yeah um so with that i saw a post today yes by one of my all-time favorite influencers um alex and tomo we did talk about her in episode two yes um and i actually shared it on to my personal story and on our um podcasting um instagram story yes and um she kind of did that trend she, she posted so well. a picture and I was even telling my husband about her a little bit today and I was just saying like she's such an amazing person because she's very open about what she's going through, what she's dealt with, um, body image issues or anything like that. So she posted this amazing photo of her and just kind of went through kind of like um ages yeah throughout her life and kind of like it's okay for this it's okay she for was that. apologizing and, and to she that was apologizing to herself yeah to each version of herself within those ages mm-hmm. and that truly like spoke to me well the reason i began with like deep conversation because we all face like a trauma of life in a sense that being big small or whatever and it comes from childhood when we are most most fragile and in each one of those stages and especially hers started at 13 which 
I can vouch. That was a rough mm-hmm. stage. It's always a rough stage when you're a kid going through puberty and just like social stuff, mm-hmm. school, all that. You just, you know, we all know the emo phase we all went through. <laughs> um, we'll get into ours. But, <laughs> and, you know, you, when you're that age and even like, I feel like you really don't kind of comprehend that all those things that happen to you, you have to work through until you're like literally yeah. in like your early 20s and mm-hmm. it all comes back around. It does. And you like, kind of acknowledge it more. Well, because it comes up in your like day-to-day adult life yeah. in different forms, of course. But you're just like, oh my gosh, like this is something that like happened to me when I was like 13 and it now I'm like, it's triggering me in different ways yeah. in my life now. And I I feel like that little girl again. Yeah. You know, so that's why I say this is a deep subject because it's kind of the core of all of our sadness in a sense. And all of our trauma. And all of our just struggles. Yeah. And things that we are learning to deal with today. Yeah. So let's get into it. Buckle up and let's go. Let's ride. (laughs) Um, So let's start with you. Oh, gosh. 13. Oh, gosh. I think I want to start with you because I don't really remember being 13 very much, but I know for you for sure. Yeah. 13 was a wild ride. My parents would say I was a devil. (laughs) I mean, last episode I said that you didn't annoy me very much, but you were a freaking bitch. (laughs) And that truly started when you were 13. Well, yes, and I admit it. It was because I was insecure because, like I said, during that stage, you're going through puberty, you know, so you're already a raging bitch, like, naturally. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was, you know, starting my womanhood. Things were happening to me and my body that I didn't agree with. Like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Why do I have to deal with this now? Truly. And then also at that age, it's all about friends. It's Mm -hmm. all about boys, just all that stuff. Self-image. Self, yes. And during that time, I like threw myself into working out because if you haven't heard our episode, That's the Price of Beauty, my Wii Fit called me obese. And... (laughs) I took this to heart. Yeah. And this, like, honestly could be – I became obsessed with a scale yeah. for a while. And I, sometimes I still get the, like, inkling to, like, weigh I, myself I get the same every way. day or, like, every week. Yeah. And I get the same way, too, actually. And I've noticed – People so I've become been obsessed sick. with the numbers. Yeah. Well, which, and I was sick all last week. So mm-hmm. I didn't work out. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I did not touch the scale. I – barely counted my calories at all throughout the whole entire week and then yeah. I finally stepped on it and it kind of felt good because I'm like okay like I'm not stepping on it every single day because I was so fixated on stepping on it every single day yeah. especially after a good workout mm-hmm. I'm like okay how much did I lose how much did I lose oh did I gain did I lose did I gain did I lose so I definitely understand that yeah so I feel like that still comes up to me in my day-to-day because that, like, literally the Wii Fit board making my Bitmoji short and fat triggered me. Yeah. I mean, I was like, there's no way I'm going to look like this because also, like I said, I was always bigger than my close friends. Mm-hmm. So, during, like, when I was 13, I, like, wanted to be a hot girl. Yeah. I was, like, working out every day, obsessed, basically. Yeah. And I also 
was just not appreciative of my family and I was not kind to my parents. I did not mess with my parents let's just say that i was like we are not friends like i don't (laughs) fuck with you guys but she loves you guys now yes we i've overcome that and i get i bet they are are thankful every day yes probably i mean i am it was was a scary time (laughs) yeah but and i had a new baby brother and you know when you become the youngest kid to the middle child honey after 13 oh, years. Oh, it's a horrible transition because, like, you know, your mom has a new baby. Yeah. And then I'm going through all these, like, women things, and I'm just like, girl. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I just – clearly I was jealous of the attention the new baby was getting, but then also I had to share a room with that baby, and yeah. I resented him for that. Mm-hmm. Like, he just annoyed me. He was super cute, though. Like, he annoys me much more now. Shout out to my brother. <laughs> I love you, but he's just he's oh, he's just a brother. He's going to annoy me. He's nine years old now. I've shared a room with this boy. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just, I wasn't angry, but I definitely was a ticking time bomb with yeah. my family. Like, if they, like, just rubbed me the wrong way, I was like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> We're at war now. <laughs> So what I would tell my 13-year-old self would probably be you're not going to gain weight after you eat, first of all, because I was always in the impression like, oh, my God, if I eat too much and I don't work out right after, I'm going to gain weight. Mm -hmm. Like constantly obsessed with that. And also I would say be nice to your family. Like (laughs) – they're trying the best they can, and, you know, it's a new baby. Everyone loves a new baby. Yeah. And he was so adorable. Like, yeah. I was obsessed with him for a while until I was, like, over him <laughs> being in my room. And, like, he cried, and he grabbed my stuff and, like, all yeah. that jazz, and I had to watch him. <laughs> I was like, we done. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I would tell her to just be nice to your family and stop sneaking out. <laughs> Stop shimmying, shimmying yourself through that damn window. I think that might have been the reason I was so like trying to keep skinny. <laughs> so you I was like, I gotta window. fit through that damn window. You guys, how big do you think that window was? So my parents, I had we had an office, and then the other room was your room. Yeah. But did I live in the office when I was thirteen, or was I still with Jackson? You were still up with Jackson. You didn't move downstairs until like high school. Yeah, high school, because I moved out for a little bit. Mm. Well, no, we shared. No, we no, were we downstairs. So probably like. Yeah, I think I was 14. Like, yeah. So I lived downstairs or somewhere, but I just made my way downstairs either way. Yeah. And I would. How big do you think that window is? How would you say? Oh, my gosh. I don't. It's so small. Maybe like. I want to say no more than, like, 18 inches wide. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, like, one of those basement <laughs> windows that's, like, just small. Yeah. That just leads to a little 
what are those things? Window seal, like yeah. rock window seal thing. It was in our basement. Yes, and I had a whole maneuver that I would do. I would flush the toilet because our pipes were always <laughs> so loud, and that was my time frame to just shimmy myself <laughs> out of the window. She'd step on our dad's desk, which was funny because then you would literally see her footprints. Oh on yeah, the desk. that was the way they caught me. And then I would hide screen the screens <laughs> to the window the couch under our stuff. And one time, my dad was looking for the remote control and he came across it I acted so dumb I was like I have no idea how that (laughs) got there so sorry about that mom and dad I still to this day don't I know how to pop one out I don't know how to put one in (laughs) so that's my 13 year old self do you remember what age you were like around there that you could talk to yourself about like Um. puberty at all I mean, not necessarily because... Or like when Jax came? Jax came when I was 17. Oh, so that kind of can go with yeah. 18. So... So let's just hop to 18 then okay. for you. 17, I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. We had a baby brother. Yeah. And... It was good. I mean... <laughs> my sister's like bitch don't be lying <laughs> literally um, she's trying to cover this <laughs> that's good um i will definitely say that obviously having a newborn baby brother at the age 17 senior year of high school was not as easy or glamorous or anything um people always thought it was her baby and (laughs) yeah and that was something that was hard for me yeah was um so I finished all my credits so I was out of school by like noon every day so it was you know go to school come home relieve his nanny feed him put him down for a nap me eat lunch, me do homework or whatever, and then make sure he was awake in time for me to go pick you up from school and then come home, you know, do all these different things, cook dinner and, like, help my family. Older sister things, older sibling things. um, The pressure was definitely there Mm -hmm. with making sure that my family was okay and making sure the house looked good and, you know, just trying to take help take care of this newborn baby that no one was really prepared for us to happen. Yeah. Um, if you are wondering, our brother is 13 years younger than me and 17, 17 for you. years younger than me. Yeah, so he's um, 9 right now because yeah. I'm 22 and you're 26. Yes. Um, love him to death. Of course. Of course. Um, but having that being 17 and being out of like you know like not being in school at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon Mm -hmm. or even like two or three o'clock in the afternoon like if I need to go run an errand or something like that like I was bringing a newborn baby with me so I would be in stores getting the dirty looks of like why is this teenage girl like it was almost like looks of disappointment yeah because like when I was 17 it was definitely during the time where like 16 and pregnant was, like, a big thing. And I had tons of friends, too, at the time that were getting pregnant in high school. You were in that wave. I was. Because even people in your middle school, right? Um, Someone in my middle school got pregnant. My freshman year of high school, I had a really good friend. She got pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, like, 
So I would get the dirty looks going to a grocery store or going to Target or wherever I was going because I had a baby on my arm and I'm 17, not in school. Yeah. So that was definitely a really hard thing Mm -hmm. for me to deal with mentally and everything. Yeah. On top of having a 13-year-old sister (laughs) that was was going through 13-year-old things. But I don't think – I think there was moments where I was mad at you, but you were the only one who didn't annoy me as much. Like, we were cool. Yeah. There was a level of, like, us being cool, but when I did ask you to help with Jackson sometimes, you would give me attitude, and then it would be kind of like a, well, I've been with him for hours, you know, and, like, just wanting that help. Yeah. Um, But for me, it was, like, I think I saw you give up your childhood yeah. and, like, just, like, being young for that. And I was like, there's no way I'm getting suckered into that yeah. because I'm too – I'm actually too yeah. young. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm just beginning my teenage years. Like, I need to be crazy right now yeah. and, like, no responsibility. Yeah. Because I just felt like – you're so dramatic at this age. Like, I literally will tell you, I felt like there was so much on my shoulders. I was like, it's hard being a bad bitch out here. Like, I don't I can't, I don't have time for a baby right now. Yeah. And that's truly how I still feel today. <laughs> I'm still, I literally saw this tweet. It was like, I'm a teenager until I'm in my 30s. And I'm like, I kind of feel that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Until I have a yeah. child, I'm a teenager. Yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was... So what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself to... Relax. Don't Truly, do like, don't put so much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. and be less, like, be more of an actual sister and not try to, like be a mom yes like and i think you have an issue with that to this day oh i do i try to take care of everybody Mm -hmm. all the time yes it's everyone before me oh my gosh always um it's just it's like a negative thing but it's a positive thing thing because it's like I just have that motherly instinct. Yeah. But I think it does really stem from the fact of having a baby brother at the age 17. No, for sure. It definitely implemented that into you. Yeah. Um, But that's what I would tell myself. I'd be like, take a chill pill. Be 17. Have fun. Have fun. And you know what I would tell yourself, which I I would always tell you? Communicate to somebody how you're feeling and – even back then, I feel like you could have told mom and dad, like, this is a lot, yeah. you know? And they would have been like, it's okay. Like, yeah. we can, like, they would have made me do it. And I, it, you know, I couldn't say no to them yeah. because they would lay the whip down. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, I'm also a people pleaser. Oh, a hundred percent. So I don't say no. You don't know what, you're just learning boundaries I am, yeah. with, like, that um, kind of stuff. Because obviously, like, after having babies, like, that's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about what my mom went through. Mm-hmm. But trying to just be there. And yeah. And trying to, like, just always help take care of the family. So I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself. 
mm-hmm. to take care of the family yeah. that didn't need to be put on. No, you put on yourself. Yeah. Which that you do that with a lot of things. Yeah. So we're still learning after almost 10 years. We are. <laughs> but that's definitely what I would tell myself is be a teenager. I love that. Be 17. I would tell my 18-year-old self, don't put your eggs in one basket. And I want to explain this with, like, my social, like, aspect of my life. Yeah. Because I really feel like I had my core group and, like, I just, like, I think, like, it just runs, like, in me to just be very loyal to, like, a certain amount of people. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not one to be, like, I don't have, like, multiple groups of friends necessarily. And I never did because even in high school, I feel like I was very, like, introvert like I was very quiet shy and I kind of just like went inward instead of like kind of being social because as I got older I was like I feel like there was a part of myself that like when I was a teenager in like 18 19 that kind of like hid myself from other people besides my main four people just because you know when you're like just young like that you have like this weird fear of being yourself mm-hmm. around everyone like and I don't even know why I got this because I was never someone who was like rejected in a sense yeah because I never gave anyone the opportunity I, like I literally was just like you know you have to like kind of intimately form a relationship it's with me stability. Like, it's that but it was also like I couldn't just be friends with someone off the bat like we had a hang like multiple times and it came to a point where like even to this day, it's hard to do Mm -hmm. that. Like, it's hard to make it consistent enough. Yeah. And for me to even, like, put energy into some friendships, like, and all my friends I have now, like, amazing, but, like, it's just, like, it's something I've always struggled with. Yeah. And so when I was 18, I just wish that I didn't, like, hide myself in that sense, and I just, like, connected with more people because I feel like as I went out of high school, I was just, like, being myself more and when I came across those people it's like we could have been friends back yeah. then. Like, and like I got along with everyone but I never like went out of my way to be like oh my gosh like I want to hang out with you one time yeah like, why can't we you know and yeah. it's like now it's like we could have you know mm-hmm. and like even a lot of stuff like that still happens to me where I'm very like I'll be social for a little bit and I just get so like overstimulated just like tired yeah and then I'm like oh my gosh like this is so much so I don't do it so I just wish that I implemented that younger in me to just be more like outward like I said and authentic because I'll be doing a lot more out here (laughs) (laughs) my my, my friend group is still slim but I'll be having fun but there's still nights where I'm like I wish I could just call someone up and do something crazy right now but yeah my friends are like me where they're like, girl, that's a lot. <laughs> As you get older, we become actually more of old people. Yeah. Because if I'm out past like 8 p.m., well, I am done. And the thing for me is I don't like drinking. Yeah. So like going out to the bars is just like, I will like love to dance, but it's just like, I have to pay to go in there to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Which brings us into Chill 21. 21. Isn't there a song called 21? Uh, no. No. I don't think there's a I song think called I'm 21. Thinking 23. 23. 22. Yeah, there's no song for 21. Uh, artists out there, get on it. Get on it. I wonder if they're not one that's popular, I bet. 
Should I just look that number up on Spotify? Yeah. Um, But go into your 21. Okay. 21 for me was wild. I... I can't... I don't even know where to start, to be honest. Um... 21 was fun for me, I think. I I mean, there was obviously, like, a lot of bad things that happened within that year. But I enjoyed it. I was out dancing and, you know, just having fun with friends every single night. Like, I was definitely the one that went out every Friday, every Saturday. Like, every single weekend, I was out drinking. I was out dancing. I was out mm-hmm. till 4 a.m. And then having to go to work the next day at, like, 7 a.m. Um... There's definitely, like, as I've gotten older, I, like, definitely, like, I had a lot of fun times with being 21, but there's a lot of deeper, like, issues that went with it, um, but I don't regret any of it. Yes. At you, all. Yeah. Um, I was severely depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the most depressed I've ever been. Do you think that was because you were partying a lot? And see, that's the thing is, so I was severely depressed and in order for me to like not feel that pain, Mm -hmm. I was drinking and like every single weekend, like there wasn't a single moment, any Friday, any Saturday, you would catch me at the bar. Yeah. Um, drinking during the week you know just kind of like doing my thing and it was masked by the idea of me being 21 and just having fun yeah but the deeper meaning of it was truly me just numbing myself Mm -hmm. from feeling the pain of like what I was mentally dealing with yeah um I had a lot of fun with it but at the same time like it just was not like the greatest time yeah. For me, like, age-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I would tell my personally. younger... Personally. I think what I would tell my younger self would be... I wish I went to therapy way sooner. Yeah. During that time. Um, I love everyone that I surrounded myself by. I loved all my friends. I loved everyone that I was surrounded with. Them being in my life during that period of time was what does hunter have to say (laughs) um they were there for that part of my life for a reason yes but there's also the same side where it's like they weren't probably the best people to be around because they influenced that on me yeah to do that every single weekend um but i think i would tell my younger self to kind of actually take a moment yeah and Think about what you're doing to yourself. Yeah. And is this healthy for you? And, like, is what you're filling, like, the void with, like, can it be, like, fulfilled with something more, like, sustainable? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, during that time, I was in a very toxic workplace. Um. I didn't have very good people in my life. Mm-hmm. so like there were so many things that just kind of like built into like I swear like one year yeah between being 21 and 22 was one probably the greatest time in my life but also the worst yeah mentally that whole year yeah and 
it wasn't until I turned 22 mm-hmm. is when I kind of finally like kind of clicked out of it. Yeah. Snapped out of it and was like, okay, I need to take a second. And it honestly, it took me completely like destroying my kidneys at a certain point Oof. of just being so blackout drunk that I don't remember anything after one bar. Yeah. I literally threw up so much that I, like, I lost my voice for a whole week. Partier. Like, freaking partier out here, guys. Um, you should have been on Jersey Shore, girl. I could have been. Could have. Only now, if you were Italian. Never. The Mexican never. version. <laughs> <laughs> what would that even be called? Uh, Where'd we go? <laughs> Miami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they went to Miami, too. They did. Um... I don't even know where I was. But But all the things you said you just all the things that were you were doing. Yeah. Um, but it took until I was twenty two to kinda stop. Yeah. And just be like, okay. I it literally all just clicked in my head all at once, pretty much. Um, toxic people came out of my life. Not technically by choice. It just happened. The universe just does it for you. Um, I quit a job that was making me absolutely miserable mm-hmm. and i drank so much that it ruined it for me yeah so then i stopped boom so the there's a side where it's like i wish i didn't do it but at the same time it was a good like it was a year that i can always look back at and then i got myself out of it well and you wouldn't be where you are now without that no i truly wouldn't i would not be as wise yes and educated truly and just you are one of the, like you're sober girly i am a sober girl like you don't need anything you and your husband like just give me life with just like you guys are just so chill together you don't mm-hmm. drink together yeah. you don't you know dip your toes into mary jane no. it's very like impressive because you guys just live your best life though yeah I, because of that year I went through, drinking so much definitely ruined it for me. Yeah. Like, for at least, like, one to two more years after that, Mm -hmm. the thought of drinking, like, a lemonade vodka or even a tequila shot literally made me want to throw up. Yeah. Now, it's kind of, like, an occasional thing. For sure. So, like, sometimes I'll have, like, a drink out at dinner. Depends on what kind of dinner like, mm-hmm. if it's a girl's night or me and my husband are going on, like, a real date night. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll drink something every once in a while. Um, my wedding, I drank a lot. Yes. But even then, like, I know my limit. Yeah. So. That's good. But my husband, like, he'll have a drink every now and again, but we He's don't drink. He's such a heavy weight. He is. He, nothing gets him drunk. No. Like, he drank a lot at our wedding and he was still chill he was like i was fine yeah i was like Like, what i was pretty buzzed like by the time the ceremony hit (laughs) you know what's so messed up for me i got sick at your wedding from eating too much pizza not from drinking too much bitches i ate too much pizza because she had a pizza buffet that i kept i literally would dance a song go eat pizza come back it was like a ritual back forth that pizza was so good it was so good we took a whole pizza with us on our like little mini honeymoon. Oh, yes. And I made sure everyone like left with her. Her caterers boxed these boxed these pizzas up for people yeah. to take home. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? That's like 
the perfect party souvenir. Like, that was amazing. Yeah, it was. And that wasn't even the party souvenir. I know. Oh, everyone got to those real oh, yeah. quick. Those didn't even make it, like, they didn't even leave the I reception. I truly <laughs> think I started it because I'm the first one to grab one. Oh, so you did I was did like, I want to take one. And then I opened but it. But you know what? Who did it, though? Aaron. Kendall. Oh, uh, well, because I told Kendall. Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Because they drank, like, six of those things. They were on one. They were on one. Good for them, though. Good for them. They were They were probably the two most drunk. Oh, for sure. At the wedding. Oh, my gosh. We should have took a photo of them and, like, put it in a scrapbook. Oh, most drunk. Oh, I'm sure there's pictures somewhere that I can find from, oh. like, some Polaroids. And yes. I actually still need to um, get those cameras developed. Oh, my god! They literally are just sitting in Please do Justin's that. truck. Because um, I bet there's so many good ones. There probably is. But, yeah, Justin drank a lot more than I did, and he was, like, fine. But we also, like, took shots of tequila during our, like, photos. Yes, disgusting. And I took um, my friend Levi's beer because he was just drinking and chilling and yeah. i'm just like give that to me um so i was pretty buzzed like pretty much like by was the that ceremony. the last time you were like really drunk yeah yeah and it hasn't been that long it's like six months that's a long time <laughs> almost six months yeah when i was 21 which very recent this literally was last year <laughs> and not even like a full year ago it was a few months ago um it's been a ride but i i loved 21 i'm gonna be real i thought it was like a really good year for me i was coming out of my shell a little bit more kind of dipping my toes into just the waters of who I want to be, career, career, personality, body, face. I was making it up. But I would tell myself, though, because I think I did get into like a little routine rut where I was just so caught up in my routine. I just kind of was like just – I wasn't depressed, but in a sense I was. I was just – I was having the blues where I was like, oh, I'm just bored with life right now. Like I want to go on – I want to jump on a plane or – life sucks like yeah that was all that was like really going through me but and so my thoughts become became a little negative which sent me into just like a spiral of just just not a good headspace basically so I would just tell myself you have the capability to control your emotions and your thoughts Mm -hmm. but also your thoughts are not you I think a lot of people need to hear that like your thoughts are not you And they're just some, they're just so random. Yeah. Like, they come in, they come out, they're intrusive, they're not, like, you know. So, I think just, like, having developed, like, a filter for that now at 22. Yeah. It has, like, literally saved me so much time, worry, and fear, and stress. Because I'm just, like, it could be, like, you're going to die. And I'm, like, (laughs) shut up. Like, I don't care. I'm living my life right now. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I would tell my 21 self. You have the, like, just be positive. If you find yourself negative, just tell it to fuck off. Like, truly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was what I would tell my 21 self. I was not a partier. I I think I ruined myself when I was a teenager, when I was sneaking out and doing all that stuff. And so when I was capable to do it, I just, the best thing was I I was able to buy weed. And, (laughs) And I loved that privilege. I I wear it loud and proud. I love it, too, because now I don't have oh, to go to the weed store and yes. buy you shit anymore. It is 
power for sure. Yeah. Uh, it made me so happy. Okay. Well, to end this episode, I want to ask you, what would you tell your current self? What do you need to hear right now from yourself? Life is a journey and you need to have patience. Yes. And just ride the wave. I like that. Ride the wave. Let it see where it takes you. Everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And it's literally making me emotional because of it. Mm, yeah. It's okay. We're, you know, like you say, it goes up and down. Yes. It catches you off guard sometimes. But ride it out and it will reward you. Because it especially will. you, you're a great person and you give a lot to your life. And like you say, your family and everything. And you will be rewarded, you know, like Everything you've put out will come back to you in the form of everything you want. I promise yeah. you. I would tell my current self, hmm, be yourself. I still want, kind of struggle with being like my authentic self in front of people and especially people I know who aren't fond of me, which I've realized there are some that are in, in my <laughs> life at the moment, but it's okay. But I just want to tell myself, you're a good person, and as long as you love yourself, that will show, and people will like it, and if they don't like it, that is okay. Yep. And as long as, you know, I'm happy with the person I'm with, you know, then, and they're happy with me, that is all that matters. Yes. So, that is my little note to myself, reminder. I love it. And I think this is a great place to end the episode. Yeah. You guys, we just want to remind you, be kind to yourself. Look at a baby photo of yourself every once in a while and just say, I am that person and I'm carrying that little person with me to this day. They're inside me. And, and they are proud of they, you. Yeah, they're proud of you and they deserve and you deserve as much kindness as you give others. Give it to yourself as well yes agreed yes we love you appreciate you and thank you for listening all guys we love you bye peace